thanks thanks uh, chris for making today so to our audience uh, today we have a very very interesting guest with us on the crypto segment podcast uh, someone that i think it's good that we are story out and what they're doing to increase uh, generally to promote uh, technology uptake in the african space so the is so his name is chris i'll let him give more details about himself he runs uh, one of the most uh, fastest growing companies in africa and basically in the world called uh, yellow card which is a which is a, a cryptocurrency or stock blockchain company so welcome to the podcast chris maybe tell us about yourself as we begin uh, this this chat today Eric, it is it is great to be here, man. I, I will say that that is the the first time I have ever been introduced as running one of the fastest growing companies in the world. Uh, so never never mind Africa. You said the world. So I don't I don't know how true that is, but uh, but I I will I will certainly let people know that uh, that that is uh, that is how they need to introduce me moving forward. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, I I think you're at a space here, but I think it's one of these emerging emerging technologies and that you are at the center of what's happening i think changing the world so uh, i believe in the next couple of years you guys will be running this the financial services across the world so uh, no doubt in africa you guys are leading and across the world i'm sure you guys from where you operate from you've made so much impact across the world uh, so no doubt about what you guys are doing maybe as we begin uh, tell us a brief about yellow cards journey and uh, basically what the company does and uh, at the core of the company, what is it that Yellow Card does? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, to, to talk a little bit about the journey, uh, I think uh, people are normally interested in that uh, because, you know, a, a white guy from southern Louisiana doesn't normally find himself in Nigeria and Kenya and, uh, you know, other parts of the world like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I grew up in uh, southern Louisiana in the U.S., uh, uh, in New Orleans, I guess, for, for those familiar with, uh, with Mardi Gras. And... Um, yeah, you know, didn't didn't really travel much growing up. Um, you know, my uh, my entire sort of concept of the world was was shaped by the the southeastern U.S. So I grew up in Louisiana, went to college in Auburn, Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, and then moved to Atlanta after college, and, and uh, never never really traveled much. I think I had been on a plane four times in my life before mm-hmm. uh, before starting the company, and I. Essentially, essentially got into crypto back in about 2013, right? So uh, Justin, our uh, our CTO, had had taught me about Bitcoin, and uh, it, you know it intrigued me, right? I you know I wanted to wanted to learn a little bit more. Um, took me took me a little while. Took me until about 2015 to to really get involved in the space and uh, you know really decide that this is what I wanted to move forward with in my career. Um, and so in, in 2015, uh, Justin and I started uh, essentially looking for ways to, to break into the industry, right? And uh, you know, we, wanted to, we wanted to find, hey, how can we work in crypto? Um, and uh, one day I was on eBay and I saw Bitcoin being sold for 150% markup on eBay. So Bitcoin at the time was maybe like 150 bucks, 120, 150 dollars. Wow. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, the the old days, <laughs> back when back when you could afford one Bitcoins. <laughs> um, 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, Bitcoin, Bitcoin at the time was uh, like 120, 150 bucks and uh, people were selling on eBay for 300, $400. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I remember sending the link to Justin and saying, you know, man, I don't, I, you know, I'm still trying to learn how this Bitcoin stuff works, but I know how to use eBay. You know how to use Bitcoin. Let's make some money. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, uh, we started selling Bitcoin on eBay. Okay. And uh, the, the first day that we had it listed, we did over $10,000 in sales. Wow. Uh, and so, I mean, we're, we're seeing stars, right? And so that, that first week we did over $40,000 in sales at, mm-hmm. at nearly a hundred percent markup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, at this point I'm, I'm getting ready to call my mom, tell her I'm going to be dropping out of school and selling magic internet money for the rest of my life. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, that is, that is when I learned what a credit card chargeback is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> you see what was actually happening is uh, scammers in Russia and uh, other parts of the world mm-hmm. would steal a bunch of credit cards and then run them until one of them hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would send them the Bitcoin. Bitcoin, of course, is irreversible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we would be left with the chargeback when the legitimate owner of the card said that this was not an authorized transaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what uh, what we thought was a uh, ingenious business plan that was netting us, uh, you know, thousands of dollars a day, uh, we we ended up losing quite a bit of money on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, so that was uh, that was my unfortunate introduction to the space. Um, and uh, <laughs> you know, we uh, you know at that point though we were we were we were deep in right, and uh, you know we had we had fallen in love with the space, and uh, you know call it uh, crazy or uh, intuition or mm-hmm. uh, you know probably some mix of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew that this was the future, and so we wanted to we wanted to keep uh, you know we wanted to keep. Uh, being involved in the space in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, obviously, after that, we were never going to accept credit cards again uh, in, in, the, in the U.S., mm-hmm. uh, but we wanted, to, we wanted to find some other way of, uh, uh, of being in the space. And that was, that was around the time that we originally came up with Yellow Card. And so the, the idea originally was we wanted to put gift cards in stores in the U.S., uh, that you'd be able to walk into, you know, a Walmart, a Seven Eleven, something like that, buy this gift card, redeem it for Bitcoin, and uh, that was the original idea that we started working with and uh, we started running with. Mm-hmm. And then one day in about 2017, uh, we were at a Wells Fargo, and there was a man at the Wells Fargo who was sending $200 to his family in Nigeria. And the bank charged him ninety dollars to send two hundred over to Nigeria, mm-hmm. uh, and so you know we were uh, frankly shocked, right? I mean, you know, we had never experienced—I never experienced anything like that in my life, right? I don't have family overseas that I send money to, anything like that. I didn't even know that this was such a problem, um, and so you know, we talked to the guy. Hey, you know, have you heard of Bitcoin? It's free. It's instant. You know, all that fun stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I, I went home and I just started thinking about this problem more and, and I start thinking, you know, what would his family in Nigeria do with $200 worth of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. right? Like, what, what, does that, what does that actually do for them? I can send money to you, whether you're in Nigeria or Kenya or China or wherever you are in the world, I can send money to you, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's on your phone and then what are you going to do with it? You know, even in San mm-hmm. Francisco, you'd have a hard time paying your rent in Bitcoin, right? And so, uh, yeah, I mean, essentially just became obsessed with that problem, right? And, and, and just, just wanted to learn everything that I could about 
money in Nigeria? How does money work, right? How, do, how does Bitcoin work? Do people know what Bitcoin is? Do they have it? Do they buy it? Do they sell it? Um, you know, how does the monetary system work? How do you move money in the country, in and out? And I uh, just became really obsessed with that problem. Uh, that was around the time that I met uh, Minachi. Uh, and uh, yeah, essentially just, uh, you know, wanted to wanted to learn more about uh, about the space and how does it work in the context of Nigeria in the context mm-hmm. of Africa mm-hmm. and yeah that that is um, that is around the time that uh, Minachi who I, I always tell people that uh, Minachi is uh, the most the most uh, convincing person that I've ever met uh, within about two and a half months of meeting this Nigerian man on the internet he convinced me to, to buy a one-way ticket to Lagos Nigeria first time I'd ever left the United States had to go get my passport the week before the trip uh, <laughs> and uh, and I find myself on a one-way ticket to Lagos Nigeria without my shots and without a visa mm-hmm. uh, so I, I always tell people Muna is the the most convincing man I've ever met um, but uh, that is uh, that is essentially my story. That is that is how I ended up in Africa, and uh, you know how we started the journey that we're on today. Interesting, uh, quite an impressive uh, journey. I think I think the great startups are built that way. Um, uh, I think just someone who had a deep interest in a particular space, learned about that particular space, and then built a product out of it. Interesting. Uh, I think you mentioned that uh, basically operations at the moment are in the African continent. Uh, and I think what we are seeing across the continent of Africa is that there's such such huge interest and adoption of crypto uh, of of cryptocurrencies, given the kind of challenges that we face, things around devaluation. Uh, we have our, our economies are not that stable. We have a bit of political instability. A lot of things that uh, gives a case for say putting part of your wealth uh, in the crypto uh, in the in the crypto space. I think from over the years that you've been operating in the African continent, maybe you can talk about some of the trends that you've uh, you've seen in this market and what really informed your decisions to, to say, look, this is a market that's quite huge and we need to invest more. Yeah, yeah. You know, what uh, What really excited me about Nigeria and, and about Africa more broadly, uh, once I got to Lagos, once I, I started just trying to understand, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what is it like on the continent? Um, one, one of the things that, that, that really excited me the most is, is that people use Bitcoin more practically here, right? Mm-hmm. Like in, in the US, if you're, if you're selling Bitcoin, it's, you're selling it to people that just want to invest, right? It's, it, it's, it's purely speculation. There's very little actual use of crypto in the U.S., at least right now, um, for sending money, for receiving money, that kind of thing. I think that, that those use cases are very prevalent across Africa. And it's, it's, it's like you said, right? It, it solves problems that people have every day. Right. I, I mean, man, I've never met anybody more resourceful than a Nigerian. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, it just just going there and, 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 and learning that and, and, and having that experience. Uh, yeah, it's just it's amazing how, how quickly people pick this up to, to solve their problems. And then when you when you go outside of outside of Nigeria, which obviously we did 
I, around the beginning of last year, we started launching in South Africa and Kenya and in Botswana and other countries across the continent. It's, it's amazing how everybody, everybody across Africa has mm -hmm. gravitated towards this space because it solves the unique local problems that they have. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, thanks. Uh, quite, I think quite a number of countries that you operate in and you are looking to operate. I think those are, if, 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 if you look at the African continent, probably Nigeria, Kenya, South Africa could be say the most, the most uh, active markets from a crypto, a crypto adoption standpoint. Uh, maybe across the continent, we've seen a lot of players who are trying to get into this space. Um, I think from P2P exchanges, most of them will be, will you say are P2P exchanges. How will you say yellow card is different from from all these exchanges and crypto companies operating in the continent yeah well you know i would say number one is we're in we're in more countries than anybody else by a long shot right mm -hmm. i think i think uh you know the luno luno is one of the larger uh companies on the continent they're in nigeria and south africa right mm -hmm. uh we're in we're operating right now in nine countries across the continent and i don't think it's any secret that you know we want to be everywhere right mm -hmm. we, we you know our our mission is that uh, anybody anywhere across the continent, no matter where you're born, no matter what currency you're born into, mm -hmm. should be able to access this technology. Mm -hmm. And so uh, for us, it's extremely important that we continue to grow, right? And that, you know, we're, we, we don't just settle with the nine countries that we're in, we're, we continue to grow across the continent uh, and, you know, be able to serve absolutely everybody. Mm -hmm. Right, and so that's uh, that's that's our mission. Uh, you know what I would say. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, in terms of you know P two P versus uh, regular exchange, uh, what I would say is that uh, you know with with yellow card, you're you're trading with yellow card, right? It's it's a very simple, straightforward platform. I mm -hmm. uh, you know, hey, load money, buy Bitcoin, right? There's there's no uh, there's no sort of added complications of having to deal with any third party, right? We're not trying to match you with somebody else and then you have to, you know, work with them to figure out what type of payment methods they accept and, you know, uh, risk that they run off with your money and all of that. There's, there's, there's none of that, right? You're, you're always trading with yellow card directly, right? Which makes it a, a very simple, very straightforward and, and frankly, a more trustworthy process, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you know, we have offices in every country that we operate in, right? We have local representatives. Uh, you know, we, we have fantastic operations managers mm -hmm. across the continent in each country, right? We want to we wanna make sure that, uh, you know, that everybody that wants to be able to access this technology is able to do so in their local, in their local context, mm -hmm. right? With their local payment methods uh, in a seamless, easy way right and so that's uh yeah you know that's that's the big thing that we've been striving for uh not just in the nine countries that we're serving now but but uh you know as we continue to grow across the continent okay interesting uh, i think speaking of uh, regulation uh, speaking of customer protection uh something that comes into play is uh, education and regulation of such an ascent space uh, i think in africa we are still at the early early stages and most people still do not understand how the crypto work. Uh, they just want to get in, but they really don't know how to how the space works. We have had so many cases of people being scammed uh, around. Uh, it's really hard for people to identify, see the real, uh, and unless I think very few people like yourself uh, 
that people can easily uh, rely on. I think most people usually come, if, if users are not careful, they usually lose their money. Uh, I think the scamming, scamming is a big challenge. What do you think needs to be done to address this sort of challenge? Yeah, you know, it's, it, it, it really comes down to education, right? Uh, and you're, you're 100% correct that, unfortunately, there are a ton of scams out there, especially in Africa. Uh, there's, there's a ton of different Ponzi schemes. I mean, there's, uh, you know, all these, you know, multi-level marketing type uh, platforms and that kind of thing. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times we run into Mm-hmm. platforms where it's uh, you know they're they're promising these insane returns you know one percent a day something like that mm-hmm. um and it, you know it, it really comes down to education and that's that's why you know one of the things that that we've done at, at yellow card that i'm extremely proud of is we just recently launched a uh essentially a crypto academy right we call it the yellow card academy mm-hmm. uh, academy.yellowcard.io and on on the Yellow Card Academy, you have access to a I mean just a plethora of knowledge around the space, right? We a ton of information on all of the basics around crypto, right? For somebody that just wants to learn the basics, mm-hmm. uh, there's a ton of information on how to stay safe in the industry, right? How how to how to spot scams, how to spot uh, you know just bad actors in the space. Uh, red flags, things to look out for, and so it's it's you know it's it's not just it's not just about the the crypto education, right? It, it also goes back to like like we were talking about earlier. It goes back to just financial literacy in general, right? And and helping people uh, just know what to do with their money and know what to look out for. Interesting, interesting. Uh, such a thing quite informative. Uh, I think you mentioned about some of the activities that you guys are undertaking to improve uh, the financial literacy in the space and education in Africa. I think it's it's, it's very, very important. Uh, very, very few people are doing that. And I think as from the media side of things, that was, that's what we are trying to do to educate our audience about this space, the opportunities around this space. And uh, I believe it's something that's quite it's needed uh, it's in, a, in a massive massive way speaking of regulation uh, a lot of firms operating uh, in the space in the crypto space uh, are still not regulated uh, given that many nations across the world still don't have regulations to get this space and it's, it's really an important issue of discussion among uh, governments companies banks financial institutions uh, and, and I think the role that uh, Yellow Card plays is that it's, it's basically uh, a way that you load money into, into Yellow Card, then it's, it's, it's a bit easier to get access to your crypto and to buy crypto from uh, someone who's trusted. Maybe you, you can mention a bit about uh, the current regulatory stance across Africa and the world and some of the ideas that you would recommend when handling regulations and uh, maybe give your own uh, perspective in terms of how you handled uh, things around regulation and basically setting up because uh, you know with the kind of um, with the kind of how you operate your business it's easier for regulators to, to come and say uh, either find a way to lock you out of the market maybe mention a bit how you guys tackle that how you operating 
and some of the ideas that you recommend for local African governments uh, to to handle uh, this space. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, like like you said, uh, we're still in the early days of regulation on the continent, right? Uh, I think I think that there are some governments that are ahead of others. Uh, some are still just trying to learn what the industry is. Some are still, uh, you know, nervous about it. So you get you get all types of different reactions when you when you look uh, pan African. And, uh, you know, what I would say is, uh, you know, from, from our end, uh, we are registering with the appropriate bodies in countries where it's applicable. Uh, we have licensing in certain countries where it's applicable. And, you know, we're in the process of licensing and, uh, uh, you know, moving that, moving that forward in, uh, in other countries, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, in a lot of the countries that we're operating in, we're the only formal crypto exchange and so uh you know we 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 take uh we take that role very seriously uh in that uh you know we see it as part of our responsibility to the industry to engage with the regulators and try to help formulate smart regulations moving forward mm-hmm. right uh, you know we, what, what what we want is not only to make this technology accessible but also to make sure that certain countries don't miss out and are not left behind technologically because their regulators maybe don't understand the space or haven't had anybody that's you know willing to sit down with them and answer questions and so uh, yeah you know that's 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 something that we try to do in all of the different countries that we uh, that we operate in uh, and so yeah that's uh, that's 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 very important to us uh, you know w- what I would say is also we take uh, just general compliance very seriously right so uh, you know we are we are regulated uh, or we are registered in the US as a, a money service business uh, and you know with that comes certain responsibilities in terms of um, in terms of uh, compliance right in terms of uh, transaction monitoring KYC things like that and so we, we we take a we take a very seriously across all of the countries that we work in to make sure that uh, you know bad actors are not able to access these services so uh, it, it's it's a combination of both of those right uh, you know for us we're looking for longevity and we want to be able to operate in the countries that we're operating in for a long time mm-hmm. and so uh, you know we take it we take the the compliance aspect very seriously as well as the regulatory aspect interesting maybe uh, a, a few comments on the ideas that you recommend the regulators to handle this space in a careful manner so that they can also reap the benefits that comes with uh, such interesting technologies Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the thing is, is that there, the, the benefits to any country, any economy of opening up the economy to this emerging technology mm-hmm. is a lot of foreign investment, right? It's a lot of foreign companies setting up and it's a lot of domestic innovation as well, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's both. And so, you know, the, the, more, the more that countries open up to this technology, mm-hmm. the more that foreign companies will flow in, uh, create jobs, that sort of thing. And the more that domestic companies will be able to thrive, right? The more that domestic companies will be able to innovate, right? And to solve problems that they only they understand locally, right? Uh, and so, yeah, it's, 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 it's really twofold, right? I mean, you know, it, it creates jobs and it helps people, 
Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, both of those are both of those are net positives for the economy. And so, yeah, I mean, certainly from you know from that perspective, uh, that is that is you know a big thing that we encourage uh, that we encourage regulators to look at is uh, you know, hey, look, this this can help. This this can really help the economy, right? It's it's not just you know magic internet money. It it really has a a tangible effect and impact on your local economy. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, thanks thanks for such such insightful comments. As we close this, maybe you, as we wrap up, you can mention some of the markets that uh, you'll be looking to enter in the near term across the African continent continent, or or particular markets that you are keenly watching. With uh, with an interest of say or entering into those markets, man. Well, you know, like I like I said, uh, we are we are trying to be everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I, I I don't think it would be fair for me to to single out one country mm-hmm. uh, when you know want to be in all fifty four of them, right? So mm-hmm. uh, you know, again for us, that's the you know it's 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 important that it's important for us that anybody across the continent is able to access this technology, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care if you're born, uh, I, you know, I don't care, you know, West Africa, East Africa, North Africa, South Africa, mm-hmm. Central Africa, right? You know, where, wherever you're born, uh, you should be able to access this technology, right? Mm-hmm. And access the, uh, the uh, just the, the solutions that it brings to, to problems that you face every day. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you know, uh, like, like, like I said, uh, you know, for us, we're going to continue to grow and uh, grow Pan-African, right? That's, uh, that's, that's always, been, always been part of our mission and always will be. Thanks, 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 Chris, for, for such an insightful uh, discussion. Maybe your closing comments to our audience and what they sh- what you should expect uh, from Yellowcard uh, in, the, in, the, in the nearby future from a product standpoint. And yeah. Yeah, you know, we, we have we have a lot of exciting products that we're we're getting ready to roll out. I think I think that right now, uh, you know, what is what is ready and what is available and what I would encourage everybody to go check out is uh, the Yellow Card Academy. That's mm-hmm. academy.yellowcard.io. And just just go through, go through the articles, go through the videos, uh, look at some of this this content that we've put together. Uh, that you know is really Really intended to help people better understand the space, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, this is—it's for—it's for everybody. It's for beginners. It's for you know experts. It's for regulators. It's for you know guys on the street that uh, you know just want to learn something new. So, it's it's for it's for everybody and every everybody and everything in between. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, we're we're really excited to uh, to to put that out there and just to to promote education, right? Uh, you know, promote crypto education. I think that uh, you know as a whole. Uh, as a whole, the the industry only really moved forward as people start to learn more about it, right? And and as people as people start to understand, hey, you know, this solves this problem that I have, right? This, uh, you know, this helps me with this, or uh, you know, it, it fixes that. That's that's how we that's how we keep the the, the industry moving forward. That's how we keep you know, innovation moving forward. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, that's that's something we're very excited about and i encourage everybody to go check out thanks 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 chris for the for for the opportunity to 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 chat with you today about this fast this fast growing industry uh it's been a real pleasure and looking forward to our next chat thanks amazing thank you sir